0: You're listening to episode 75 of the Welcome to the Juggle podcast with your host, Liz Heron. This is Welcome to the Juggle, the podcast for women who have a lot of balls in the air. I'm your host, Liz Heron, and I created this podcast to provide you with real world tangible tips and inspiration so you can juggle it all with ease and less effort while having more fun and making sure you don't drop the most important ball yourself. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Now let's jump in. Hello, my lovelies. It is Monday of a holiday week. I don't know about you. I'm excited, overwhelmed, um, (laughs) anxious. I'm feeling all the things, feeling it all. And that is why I want to bring you this episode. And we're doing a bonus episode this week as well. So two episodes this week, because if you're like me, I think you kind of need to um, get some strategies and tips around holiday burnout because tis the damn season, my friends, as Taylor Swift likes to say, it is the season of holiday burnout. And I did a masterclass on this last week um, or two weeks ago. Time is still so funny, but (laughs) I did a masterclass on this and it was really really helpful to a lot of people. I got a lot of great feedback about it and I thought why not share it with my podcast listeners. So that's what I'm doing today. In the next two episodes I'm going to be sharing some stats about holiday burnout and then also five tips to help you this holiday season to actually enjoy the season, right? Without all the overwhelm, without all the anxiety um or at least maybe a little bit less. <laughs> Even if we can't get rid of it, can we minimize it a little bit? That would be helpful. So let's dive in, shall we? Um, What is holiday burnout? I think when I say that, I think a lot of things come to mind, right? Like there's just like, you know how it feels. You're like, oh yeah, I've got the holiday burnout. Um, For me, it is like, (laughs) I came across this gif of uh, Emma Thompson from Love Actually, like in that scene where she's like patting her face and she's just like taking a deep breath and Like that to me is holiday burnout, right? It's where you're kind of, you know, trying to do all these things for your family. You're trying to kind of put on the perfect holiday. You're overwhelmed, you're stressed, but you're putting all of your, all of those feelings to the back burner, or you're trying to like tamp them down. So that to me is what holiday burnout kind of looks like. Um, But let's talk definition. So holiday burnout is the collection of physical, emotional, and mental reactions that occur in response to the stress of the extra demands and expectations that are associated with this time of year. And I'm going to say this, it's in response to the stress of the perceived extra demands and expectations associated with this year, right? Because it always comes back to our thoughts. It always comes back to kind of the, the pressures um, or the demands that we put on ourselves sometimes or that we allow other people to put on us, right? So it is this, like, it is it is about our perception. So that is holiday burnout. And it looks different for everyone, right? It could be you're getting less sleep. It could be stomach issues. It could be, like, tightness in your shoulders, right? It could be, like, physical things, headaches. Um, it could also just be that general, like... <laughs> bucket feeling. Like I don't, I don't want to do any of this, right. That just kind of like resignation. And if you're feeling that, let me just say you are not alone. Okay. Because 36% of Americans report holiday burnout by mid-December. Okay. So we're, we haven't even gotten to Christmas. We haven't even gotten right. Um, 17% say that it sets in before December even starts. <laughs> so, there could be about 15% of you right now listening to this who are like, yeah, no, I'm in it. Right? We've got we're at like Thanksgiving week and whether or not you celebrate, right? There there is just this kind of collective energy of like the start of the holiday season and it's what again, whether or not you participate in Thanksgiving or Black Friday sales or or whatever it is, there is something to be said about that collective energy. So, 15% of you or more could already be burnt out from the holidays. And, you know, 60% of Americans consider the holidays to be a stressful time. <laughs> Not exactly holly jolly, merry, and bright. Am I right? Like, it's like more than half of people are like, yeah, this is a stressful time. When, if you think about it, it really shouldn't be right. Like it's, it's meant to be, or like the, the spirit of it is, is, um, not supposed to be stress. So, in talking about like how this might show up for you, fifty percent of of women say they sacrifice sleep during the holidays, and I just have to say like like we aren't tired enough already. Now we have even less sleep during the holidays, right? Because we're we're up wrapping, we're uh, we're ordering presents, we're out shopping, we're cooking, right? Like all of the things that we take on right? whether it's the assumption or like gender stereotypes, we've kind of talked about this on in previous episodes about, you know, um, or maybe I haven't, and I've just always been to, but about mental load and all the things that women take on. And so you're already exhausted and now we're going into holiday season and now 57, you know, more than half of, of women are saying they're sacrificing sleep now, right? So even they're getting even less sleep. And, of Americans admit to wanting to take a break during the holidays, right? Which is no surprise if, if 60% are saying it's stressful, of course, people want to take a break. And what's funny enough is like between school and, and some offices are, you know, shut down during the holidays, right? There is kind of this break, but it's like, it's not really a break. So we'll be talking a little bit about that as well today. So Before we talk about how to handle this year, I want to talk a little bit about last year. So last year was unprecedented, right? We're in the middle of a global pandemic. There were surges happening all over the US and the holidays just looked very, very different. People weren't really getting together. Um, If they were, it was in a, that also looked very different. And there was a lot of changes, right? People were celebrating the holidays in ways that they hadn't before. And, you know, you couldn't have giant holiday parties, right? With the with companies, right? People weren't getting together in workplaces. Um, big family things were, were probably out as well. I know for me, we did like a, a family Zoom, but it definitely was not our usual uh, holiday celebration. And so we really had an opportunity last year to clean slate it, right? It was like all of a sudden, everything that you usually do, you're not doing it, <laughs> The stuff you looked forward to, the stuff that you avoided, right? Like everything was like, nope, we're not doing it, right? So you kind of got to make the holiday what you could and what you wanted. And what I think is so great about that is that it did give us an opportunity to like really be able to pull back and be like, what do I want to carry forward, right? What was I glad to like not have to do last year? What did I really miss, Right. And so now this year, the gift that 2020 has given us is the gift of intentionality. Like you get to be intentional about what you want this holiday season to be about and to look like for you, right? We get to take all the learnings of last year, all the things that we were like, yep, didn't miss that. Oh, you know what? We got this new tradition that we made or yeah, I really did miss that. I want to keep doing that again, but maybe something different, right? And I think last year allowed us to let go of a lot of expectations, a lot of, um, you know, shoulds like, this is the way it should look and gave you an opportunity to kind of do something different, shake things up in a way. So taking all of that from last year and moving it to this year, right? Because it wasn't all bad. Let's talk about how we can make this year a holiday season that has you feeling joy and has you feeling calm and has you feeling, um, I always say excitement, but like excitement always seems like really frenetic to me, but like just, a, you know, a contentedness or restful, like what are the words that you want? Like, how do you want to feel this holiday season? And so let's get intentional about that. Okay. Cause this is, the tips that I'm going to share with you in the next, you know, this episode, the next one are all about making that happen for you. All the words that you're picking right now, all the words that you're thinking about how you want this holiday season to go, the next, the five tips that I'm going to share, we're going to get you there, right? You're going to use them in a way that's going to help make the holidays what you want it to be. So I'm going to share two tips in this episode, and then I'm going to share the remaining, um, three tips in the next episode. So let's dive in. Tip number one. And if you follow me at all, you will know that like, this should come as no surprise to you. But your very first tip, the first thing I want you to do is to give yourself the gift of downtime. Okay. Take it easy. Rest. Like our systems have been through a global pandemic <laughs> and we need to recognize that. I think a lot of times in talking to clients, I hear them, you know, kind of talk about all the stresses and stresses, and I kind of have to remind them like, oh, PS, you also did all this. Like all this is happening in a global pandemic. Okay. So taking a moment to be like, right. Our nervous systems have been through a lot in the last year, and we're going to need some time to recalibrate. I don't know about you, but as things started to open up, you know, I did a little bit of traveling, you know, went to dinners with people and like, you know, kind of started getting more social and it was exhausting. (laughs) And I say that as somebody who loves people and who misses people. And I just get so much energy from being around people. But after 18 months of not being around people, it was a lot. I had to kind of, you know, work my way back in right? I couldn't just like dive back into my usual schedule. And so that is so true for the holidays too. Don't think that you're just going to go hard, right? We're going to do everything that we used to do. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Give yourself a little bit of time to recalibrate and have these moments of, of quiet and rest, right? Like there's a reason that this is the time of year for hibernation and slowing down longer nights, Right? Like cozying up. If you think about like winter in this time of year, it really is this built in slowing down. Right. We've we've changed the clocks back. I don't know about you, but like every day now at around like 6 30, I'm like, how is it not nine o'clock? Like how is it not 10 PM? Right? Like our bodies are just, you know, ready to like slow down and go to bed. (laughs) Slow down and rest. So I want you to really give yourself that time. I've said it before. I always say it, you know, if you follow me on Instagram or listen to the podcast, right? I talk about the things that you need to have on your calendar. And the first thing I always say that you need to put on your calendar is you time. And that doesn't change for the holidays. That's still is the number one thing that you need to be putting on your calendar each week is time for yourself, right? Giving yourself that gift of downtime, whatever it is that helps recharge your batteries, Okay. So and the the reason I say that is because and you've heard me say this before, right? You can't give to people what you don't give to yourself. You can't fill up other people if you don't have anything in your cup, right? In your jug. So a lot of times we think like, "No, we got to keep going. We got to keep going for other people." And I want you to think about what are three ways that you're affected? when you don't take care of yourself, right? It's like you get exhausted. Maybe there's like a physical thing that happens to you. Like I wind up getting like an ear, um, earache when I am not taking care of myself or I start to get like a TMJ from like stress in my jaw. I'll notice my shoulders are super tight. I get really nitpicky and short with people, right? It's like I... Don't make time for exercise. Like, there's different things that happen, right? So, thinking about what are three ways that you are impacted when you don't take care of yourself? And then I want you to think about what are three ways that other people are impacted negatively when you don't take care of yourself, right? Because we always think that we're like, we're putting ourselves last in order to. You know, provide a better experience or to like give something else to other people. But I'm here to tell you that like you're not really giving your best. <laughs> so when you don't take care of yourself, the way that you're showing up for other people is kind of shitty, right? Like you're, it's not your best. And so if you are tired and exhausted and, you know, kind of like at, you know, at the end of your rope, nitpicky, how are other people in your life impacted by that? Obviously negatively, right? Because Like I know for me, it's like, yeah, if I start getting nitpicky, like yeah, nobody wants to be around me. Other people, it makes other people, you know, (laughs) kind of shrink away from me or I'm not like, it's not a fun experience, right? Like, So if I'm super anxious, let's say about like decorating the tree just so I'm not really making that a pleasant experience for other people, right? Or if I'm like, if I'm overtired because I've stayed up late to do something for, you know, for somebody else, or I'm kind of neglecting myself, like, yeah, I'm not going to be like the most patient person when it comes to like decorating cookies or helping the kids wrap presents. Right. So it's like thinking about that stuff, right? Like how are, how are other people impacted negatively when you don't take care of yourself? And I asked this question because so often, like we don't, <laughs> I don't say this. we don't care that we're impacted negatively, right? Because we're so worried about other people, but I know my people pleasers are out here and Start thinking about how other people are getting like the fuzzy end of the lollipop when you aren't nice to yourself or aren't putting yourself first, right? That, that realization may help you kind of like, oh, wait, if I really think I'm doing this because it provides a better experience for other people and it doesn't, huh? right? That might give you some pause. So, and I did talk about a little bit about, you know, Decorate the tree perfectly by right? getting it just so. And that leads into my next tip, which is I want you this holiday season to try to replace perfect with good enough. So I've said this before about, you know, getting comfortable with kind of like B minus work. If you're somebody who is a perfectionist and you want things just so, and we, you know, kind of tinker and tinker and tinker because we want it to be A plus. Getting okay with B minus work, right, is a journey. It definitely is for me. And so when it comes to the holidays, we have this idea of like the perfect holiday. And like what would make it perfect? I'm right, like perfect, perfect. And let me tell you, perfectionists are the number one group that suffers from holiday burnout. The number one group. Number two is people pleasers. Those they, they go hand in hand for sure. <laughs> number one is perfectionists, though. So I want you to take a moment just kind of think about, like, what would the perfect holiday season look like for you, right? Um, or rather, not even for you. Think about, like, you know, what would make the holiday season perfect? Because I think a lot of times, a lot of things that are on that list, at least for me when I did this exercise, it was about, a lot of it was about what other people would think about me and my family, my tree, my house, the Christmas cards that I send out, right? A lot of it is like, oh, what am I doing for other people and their approval? And so really thinking about that, what is it that you're doing that you don't even want to do, but you're doing it because like, it's this, like, you should do it. Like the perfect holiday must include. (laughs) Smiling happy family photos. Or the perfectly decorated tree. Or the matchy, matchy Christmas lights outside. Right? And again, it could be that you just like those things. You like that aesthetic. That's fine. Obviously. But digging a little bit deeper and be like, what is this really about? Why do I care so much about this? Is it about me or is it about other people? And what they might think about me. And so, with this Tip: The thing that I want you to try, a little exercise, is I want you to really think about, like, dream big. What does your perfect holiday look like? Every little aspect: food, photos, decorations, family, like uh, whatever makes the holiday for you. Like, what would the perfect holiday look like if you could get it all, quote unquote, right? <laughs> and then on the other side of the page, right or, or you know, on the flip side of the page, what does your good enough holiday look like? Right, like perfect holiday for me might be that everybody in the family gets like matching pajamas. We open pajamas on Christmas Eve, and like I, I love a good matching pajama. I'll admit it. I think it, I just think it's cute, <laughs> and I love that. A good enough holiday for me is that we find pajamas in everybody's size, and they don't have to match. <laughs> Sometimes it's very hard, especially if you wait, you know, I think last year I waited and, and drove myself crazy. But again, that was an idea about like when I dug into that last year, it was like, oh, it's because of like what I want. I think that that means and what other people might think and whatever. So perfect holiday is everybody gets matching pajamas in their size. A good enough holiday is everyone gets pajamas in their size. <laughs> so that's it. So that is what I want you to really think about, right? Getting clear. Like that goes back again to our intentionality, right? Being really intentional about what you want this holiday to be about and to look like. And then it's like digging into like, who's that about? Is it about me? Is about about what, what other people might think about me? And then what's a good enough holiday? So friends, that's what I'm going to leave you with for this first episode the, on episode 76, we're going to go into the next three tips. So be sure to tune in for that. That's going to come out, um, on Wednesday of this week. So right before, uh, the, the Thanksgiving break. All right, my friends, I hope you enjoyed this. I can't wait to hear like how this works for you. Um, as always, I, if you enjoyed the show, please share it with your friends and family and be sure to you know, leave a review on iTunes. Okay, friends, I'm going to hop on over to episode 76. Meet me over there. People-pleasing is so 2020, among hopefully many other things. As we move into a new year, let me help you move into a new you as well. With coaching tailored to your needs, I will help you get over the people-pleasing behaviors that have you feeling done before you've even gotten started. There's so much that you could be doing with so much less effort. Just head over to LizHeron.com slash work with me and pick the coaching package that works for you. Together, we can reclaim your time and have you crushing your goals in 2021. I hope you've enjoyed the show. And if you did, remember to subscribe and share with a fellow juggler. I'm Liz Heron. See you next time.